Dungeoneers, welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that starts more fires than it puts out. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, pouring gasoline on me as we speak. Daniel, we talked about this, stop it. No, no, no. It's it's just water, and I've added some scent to it. Also, it, 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 uh, it smells smell like consider- gasoline. Uh, no, no, no. It's just a scent. And just for your consideration, I brought you candles. Uh, I I know you don't like wax, so I took off Daniel, all the don't wax. Don't light that match here. No, it's I'm ju- it's Daniel? just a candle. It's just a candle without wax. That's all it is. Daniel, here, hold this. I I, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll I'll be right back. Okay. Well, Janelle's here as well, and. I think we're all wondering how far her pyromania will go tonight, and I'm especially wondering it because I'm sitting here soaking gasoline. No, no, Josh, don't worry. I don't like burning people. No, no, that's murder. Just, just like burning stuff. Like, have you ever had a bonfire that's been taller than your house before? Those are pretty uh... neat. Yeah, I've seen I've seen one of those before. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh that's the way you do a proper bonfire. And then you make your neighbors uh call the fire department on you, but because they're stupid, they don't know what your address is, so the fire department never actually finds your house, so you're fine. Well, this was very specific. I I think this was a true story. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I've surely never have done anything like this multiple times growing up. Never. Mm-mm. No big bonfires. None. Well, none that made my mom worry or anything like that. Never. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have someone here who I think uh, probably did this. Uh, Nate's over here and he's always been mumbling about wanting to burn everything to the ground. Lady Hecate will burn tonight. Yes, yes. Big flames burning everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you doing okay over there, Nate? As long as Haiti, Lady Hecate's alive, no. Oh my god. <laughs> I do not understand this vendetta you have against this this character. Simple. It's... Smills is just better in every way. I would have signed up for Smills rather than Lady Hecate, but no, the party had to be Mr. Batty Two-Shoes and join the wrong side. <laughs> oh, this is going to be very leave to some very interesting developments down the road, I think. Well, Joel's here as well, and the mm. fires of hell are already engulfing him for his own actions. Yeah, it's a good thing that I built up uh, an immunity to them over my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Burn yourself with tiny fires to gain resistance to larger ones? Is that it? Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's just like poison. Okay, so yeah, well, what kind of poisons? Fiery poisons? All kinds of poisons. No, you can poison yourself a little bit with anything and then build up an immunity to it. <laughs> oh, hey, Joel, I'm no. back. Hey, hey uh-uh. Joel, I, I brought you those uh, sp- those tiny bullets that you asked for, like the oh, really yeah. small ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here you go. <laughs> no, oh, thank you, Daniel. It's not a um, thing. I need those for later. <laughs> yeah. A- anyway, ba- back to my pee. Mm. Well, I'm going to need some of that, too. <laughs> No, Josh, move on. Just in case. Oh, my God. Well, with with that out of the way, uh, finally, we have AJ. And he's always had this childlike fascination with firefighters. And by firefighters, I mean people who fight alongside the very fire they swore to destroy. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating because... uh, 
essentially, if you follow the history of it, it, it's people really awakening to the true sort of godlike power that fire has. And, and when you when you envelop yourself in it, it envelops you and, and you can become part of the fire. And when they fight alongside, I feel like they're fighting for something bigger than themselves. And that's that's just beautiful. That is beautiful, AJ. So, listener, we had to cut out a big portion of this intro because AJ and Joel said something very gross. So, <laughs> why don't you guess what it was? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, with that out of the way, how are you guys doing tonight? Oh, I'm great. I'm doing I'm great. I'm disturbed, honestly, at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> I be shooketh. I feel like pieces of my memory are missing. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a good two minutes. Or like I'm just I'm missing them. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, it's like it never existed. Man, the power of editing. You mean censorship? <laughs> <laughs> my my hand, it's gone. Somebody put it back. Imagine if that is how editing worked. Haven't you seen magicians? They're just editors in real life. Whoa, dude! He's got Whoa, I, wow! Mind blown. I was asking how you guys were doing, but I think now that I know what dwells in Daniel's mind, I think I know exactly how he's doing. Yeah, I, I need to lie down for a while. It's just, it's just so I can think. I'm just gonna lie right here, get on the floor. Daniel, have you been microdosing on LSD again? <laughs> no, I would, I would, I, 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 I would never, Natalie. I would never. Because I know that. you get confused with micro and milla. No. No, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, you you guys want to know something? How would you butter me churn? I'm ready in for the hot adventure. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what Daniel just said, but you know what, guys? I'm ready to play some D&D tonight. Yeah. Dairy me some D&D. <laughs> hey, all right. I like that one. Let's keep that. Dairy me some D&D. I like it. Nah, drug stuff aside, butter me up. I'm churning for adventure, baby. No! <laughs> I'm still here. <sighs> All righty. Well, before we butter Daniel up and send him down the slide of adventure, I'm going to give a quick recap, and then we'll jump back into the action. So last episode, you guys went to the administrator's office in the city of Alcina and got your paperwork filled out for your new home. So in a few days, you guys will officially be the owners after all the paperwork has been processed and you'll be able to move in. So to pass some of the time, you guys went on a shopping trip. You walked around the city, got a few side quests, bought some buckets, and just had a grand old time. And we ended with you guys wrapping up your day and heading back to the inn. So we will jump back into that scene. You guys are all sitting around a table in the cozy corner. The uh, small uh, three-story inn in the outer reaches of the city. The inn is owned by a halfling who, uh, as we discussed before, halflings look like two-foot-tall anthropomorphic cats. This one is named Meowthew. And he is pattering across the tables, serving dishes and drinks to people. And Fergus and Laszlo are just watching him with... Uh, an interested expression. Matthew, do another trick with with, with the uh, uh with, with, with the with the skewers. I I, I want to see you juggle them again. Yeah, look here, here we go. And he, he starts to juggle the skewers, and uh, Fergus is just staring. And he leans over to Vez, and he says, "Hey, Vez, I've I've actually never seen a halfling before. Um, 
Why does he look like a cat? That's because halflings are actually derived from the tabaxi people. Did you not know that? I, I guess. No, I didn't. Yeah, they're um, kind of like, you know, how a bunch of uh, races are derived from, like, the fae or other types of creatures. They're just derived from tabaxi. So why, why do cats look like them, then? Because the uh, gods thought that the the halflings and the tabaxi were so just ad- adorable that they created another creature that they could keep as pets and called them cats. <laughs> she pulled that one out of her butt. <laughs> she doesn't that know. That sounds stupid. I mean, you don't question the gods, Fergus. They do what they want. And Laszlo uh, leans over. He, uh, he has a mouthful of food. And he's like, yeah, Fergus, you don't question the gods. Meanwhile, Gunnar's still sitting there clapping like an idiot. He's, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man, Matthew. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, man, it's Matthew. Meow, it's Matthew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's strike, two, that's strike two. Oh, no. I'm going to oh, start, call, oh. start calling you Gunnar. <laughs> oh, oh, did I hear Gunnar? <laughs> Gunnar! <laughs> no, you get out of here. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I love Gunnar. <laughs> Hello, I am Gunnar. It was a pleasure to be part of this party. (laughs) Well, I am not Gunnar. I am Gunnar. Thank you very much. Um, Oh, and likewise, I'm Meowthew. I I apologize, Meowthew. I accept your apology. Oh, see, see, that's what's easy. You know, I wish everyone was as agreeable as you. Isn't that right, Fio? Wouldn't it be just nice if people were agreeable and, you know weren't always very difficult to deal with you, you know you know what i mean for you you know yeah no i get it it's it's great it's it do it's you the best yeah i'm i'm very what are you you're giving me the eyes why why are you giving me the eyes yeah, i don't laszlo, understand laszlo was just staring at uh at jasper the, uh during that conversation <laughs> <laughs> Vez is very much keeping her eyes down because she thinks Gunnar is talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> so after a little while, uh, Matthew moves away to help uh, some of the other patrons at the at the inn, and Laszlo motions all of you in, and he says, "Well, all right, you guys got the house. We're ready to move in in a few days. So now I think we can sit down and plan our next course of action." Potted plants. Oh, and we're gonna need to like have an inspection if there's like termites or something. No, no, no. I meant, I meant the reason we came here through the through the house. Oh, the house. They have to finish the paperwork, and that's not going to be done until like the end of the week. That's, that's we... not. He looks really. Fr- he looks a little frustrated. <laughs> He's like, no, we came here to pursue our destinies. Remember uh, the vision you had. Uh, oh yeah, that thing. That thing. And it, That's right. it, guys, it came true too. We fought those weird, awful, like, like flesh thingies. Ugh, God, I'm gonna barf. The the constructs that had the, okay. Yeah, the, like the weird bug flesh. It was weird. Oh, uh, I. Yeah. I thought you were talking about lunch. No, no, that <laughs> yeah, no, that was good flesh things. Like like breaded. That was good. That was pretty good. You know, Meowthu's a, a, a heck of a cook. I gotta uh, say, I, I am a little disappointed. The only meat they serve here is fish. Well, yeah, but it's like a lot of different kinds of fish. There's there's the blackened fish. There's the there's the breaded one. There's the one that's just like a, a big piece of fish that isn't cooked. 
Well, I, I know, the, the, st the steel scale is amazing, but I was kind of hoping for some pork or something, but I wonder, I wonder if it's because he's a cat. He's what, what a do? halfling, one, and two, if you don't like fish, then just go to a different stall and eat something else. It's not that hard. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. They have rat on a stick outside. That's kind of like pork. Uh, he looks really grossed out. <laughs> well, they roasted. It's, you know, fire. And Laszlo butts in. He's like, all right, let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember, Lady Hecate told you that she recognized that weird door structure that you saw in your vision. And she didn't remember what it was or where exactly it was, but she's she knew enough that it's somewhere here in this valley near Alcina. So I guess our next step is to find out more about it because somehow you're connected to it. I mean, Lazlo, it's a giant door. Wouldn't we just ride our horses around long enough? Do you think we would just find it? Well, I mean, yeah, if you had an unlimited amount of time. Do you know, do you know how, how much forest there is here? Mm, two. Got <laughs> two. It's besides the point, Gunner. <laughs> it's two really big forests. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, I get it. So what your job, he kind of points to everyone, your job is to find out more about this place. Figure out how you're connected to it, and that that's it. Man, this sucks. I wish we I wish we had more to go on, but you know, I guess some, some, sometimes that's how these adventures go. And he gives a very lighthearted thumbs up. Yes, don't worry, Laszlo. We're we're fantastic at doing the best work with none of the information. It's like the only way we operate. That's <laughs> <laughs> the spirit, Jasper. So you're coming around? I'm just following. Once we figure that out, we need to figure out what was up with Smills and his business. Because now I'm a little more invested in that one. That one I can start making some strides on my own. Do you think he left anything at the vineyard? Possibly. I think you should search, but it's also likely that he has never been to the vineyard. Oh, that makes me feel a lot better. Less likely there's, like, holes to fall into. <laughs> I mean, the paperwork wasn't even signed, so that there is a pretty good chance, yeah. I am excited to see what it looks like, though. I hope there's, you know, it's supposed to be a big property, so hopefully, you know, everybody can, like, have their own room or something. That would be, that would be cool. Yeah, but, but while we're waiting, I have a little offer that I want to take care of, and hopefully you all will help me. An, an offer? You mean like, like a bargain or like a, like a, like you're offering like somebody else? Like an exchange for you. It's like I do something for something else and, and then I get money or, or whatever else, you know? It's how business works. Yeah, are you buying something or selling something? I'm confused. Gunner, I know that you're a very pretty man, but please, what did oh you what did you agree to? Vez, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? I don't understand. I never. He's very pretty, I agree. I just, what, what does that have to do with it? Stop, come on, Theo, cut it out. I'm well, blushing. no, look, your hair is like really nice and straight. It's not like matted, and then you've got a nice jawline, and your eyelashes are really long. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, he, he I... looks way younger than he actually is, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, Burke, you look like shut up. 16 or something. <laughs> ah, well, anyway, I 
was speaking with the blacksmith just earlier today, and, and the thing that we were talking about is if I help him find this secret technique for forging adamantine, <gasps> not adamantine. only... Yes, Theo. Adamantine? Yes, Adamantine. Adamantine. <laughs> yes, Aegon, adamantine. Do you do you know how strong adamantine is? That's pretty that's, strong. Yeah, and it's super expensive. How does he know anybody who knows how to work with that? Well, uh, turns out the guy died. But oh. if, we, if we find his notes and bring it to him, he's going to give me a free sword, 50 gold pieces, and he will forge adamantine items for us in the future, which I think is a, a, a worthy investment. That's so cool. You know, I actually, I know how to, I know how to forge too. I, maybe I could look at it if we find it and, and I could like, you know, I could repair it if, if it's damaged out, outside, like we're fighting like another albat, albatross. No, I'd for us. And, and we need to take, or you take damage. I could maybe, you know, I could, I work on my axe all the time. That's why it's so pristine and pretty. Lazo leans forward and he says, yes, Fio, you can repair the indestructible adamantine if it breaks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could, I could help out, save some money. <laughs> what, what, what's funny? I don't understand. What... I, I just, it's so great how lost on it. On, on him it is. Oh my God. <laughs> Vez, like, grinning, gives Lazlo a little bit of a look, but he knows he's not so really in trouble. So if it's indestructible, how is it able to be forged? That, see, there you go. He's got the right idea. Jasper, you're awesome. High five. Well, well that, that's... Uh, Jasper, that's actually the... That's why he needs the information that the party can find him, because you, you, can't, you, you can't forge it unless you know how. So it's not indestructible. Well, I mean, is anything indestructible? I mean, no. eventually the universe will experience a heat death and everything will be gone. I mean, like, everything I comes to an end I don't know what you're talking point. about. We're going Fake to basically news. poke through the fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is flat. No, we all a know Aegon, it. Scholars say it's going to happen in the next 10,000 years. Oh, the, the scholars are always saying stuff like that. You don't need to believe them. I have been on ye old uh, Twitter, and let me just say... It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys haven't noticed, but Jasper has been having little bluebirds laying on him and giving him little messages. <laughs> you can't censor me. I'm in the stonks. <laughs> so I, I plan to visit him tonight. Can I can I come with you? God, this bring sounds so protection. cool. Protection. <laughs> oh, are we allowed to bring our, our knives and, and stuff through to do that, or have to pick them up on the way out, you think? Um, well, I mean, I, I still have a, a couple weapons on me, and I I think if, if if you all want to wait outside, that should probably be fine. But I think if you walk in with me, he'll probably think I'm robbing him. I I thought you said he was dead. No, no, see, no, I, I, I have to meet the blacksmith tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Got you. Avon, actually, we had something kind of similar to that when we went and, um visited the alchemist. Yes, and, we did. Uh, she, very nice, also startles very easily, told us uh, basically she knew where some supplies for creating potions of false life would be held, and that if we brought her back stuff, we would get one, and then she'd have more later on if we wanted to buy those. 
We just need to bring back a short boy. Then we can get more no- negotiation power. I-, I thought they were potions of revivify. She had potions of false life for sale, right? Well. Or am I wrong? Yep. Nope, you're right, you're right. I can't read my own notes, so yes. So Laszlo butts back in and he says, oh, okay, well, that'd be spectacular as long as you don't get tied into any more large-scale adventures. Okay? <laughs> we have enough already. Oh, okay. Just get in, <laughs> get out, get us some money. With with that alchemist uh, offer, offer is, that the, is it a job? Or is it, it doesn't matter. Anyways... With that, do you guys have to go outside the city, you think? Or or, or is it just like, yeah, go pick up some mushrooms outside the gate or something? Yeah, AJ, AJ bo- both quests are in different towns. Well, yeah, no. Fia doesn't know. Fia, Fia doesn't, doesn't know. know. Well, uh, she told us that um, hers is in an old valley near um, R- Reynolds, Reynolds Hope. So, uh, so uh, it seems like maybe I gotta pick one then the other because I don't think we should split up anymore especially after that fight in the woods on the way here well I hate to admit it when you're right Fio but I, I think you are correct on that one well don't they don't they just live above their shops like they'll still be there we can visit both that's true we'll be here for a while right yeah okay yep I, I vote personally that we go to the blacksmith first. I'm particularly interested in, in what he has to offer. Plus, it takes a while for him to make a sword, so... Okay, well, how about this? You guys spend a little time trying to figure out some things, and then after everything shuts down for the night, you can head into the city and get your little quests. And then we can meet back here and, I don't know, figure something out again. Share information, whatever. Cool. Go team! High five! Yeah. And so as you guys are all sitting there and talking, you hear uh, the door to the inn open, and you just kind of peer over, and you see a large group of elves walk in. They're dressed very similarly to the elves that ambushed you near the bridge, but they are not the same elves. But they're still wearing the same old, dirty, tattered clothing that you'd expect to see from someone who's living outside of city walls and doesn't have the coin to maintain their weapons. And they've all got very serious looks on their face. And they all walk up to the... They all walk up to the bar, and Meowthew starts uh, serving them beers. And they're kind of looking around, and one of them uh, looks back and sees you guys, and narrows his eyes a little bit, but just drinks his beer and goes back to talking to his buddies. Do you guys think we should hide upstairs? No, because then it looks like we should be hiding. I don't think we should be hiding. I, well, I, I don't want to deal with them. If if, if, if they happen to be the, the same people who assaulted us, I, I, I say that because the one narrowed his eyes at me. You look back at Theo, and he's squinting his eyes at them, kind of clenching his jaw. He's 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 angry. Maybe not exactly at these people, but he was very un- unhappy when you saw him holding Vez when she was down before. And he told you a little bit about what happened. He seemed very angry with that person, how he promised that he'd find that guy again. Theo doesn't want to run from this, you can tell. And they, they uh, start to notice Theo holding a gaze on them, and one of them elbows the, the other who isn't looking, and uh, three of them stand up and start walking over towards your table. Oh, shoot. Uh, act natural. 
Theo uh, takes a sip of his his mug and turns around. Uh, he doesn't stand up, but he's sitting down, waiting for them to get over here. Okay. And one of the three steps forward. He's just a little bit taller than the others. He's got a beard that he's kind of braided um, to look nice and fancy, and his long hair is tied back. Um, he looks kind of like a more of an official looking kind of guy like it looks like he's in charge can elves grow beards yes they they do they're based on vikings in this world oh that's cool cool so imagine vikings but skinnier and with pointed ears that's that should give give you a good elven description oh and the antlers don't forget the antlers yeah this uh big guy is this tall guy is stepping forward and he says uh pardon me traveler do we have a problem not currently. <laughs> okay. We noticed you were staring at us, and um, it hurts a little bit. Oh, To feel my like bad. you're being judged. Just trying to see if I recognize any of you. Well, we don't recognize you, so if you do have a quarrel with us, it is not something that we have done directly. Is he lying? Can I try and sense that in his voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel me an insight check too. He doesn't give me insight checks. We all just do insight checks. Yeah, I'm gonna do an insight check. (laughs) Boy, that was a shitty insight check. Bez doesn't know. She's not making eye contact. She's just keeping her eyes down. I guess because wasn't a one. It was a three on the dice, so that's a six. She doesn't know shit. (laughs) She's like, oh man, these are great guys. Yeah, they're fine. It's okay. Thirteen for Gunner. Uh, Feel got a sixteen. A gun got a fifteen. Ooh. Is Jasper rolling or is he too busy sending out tweets? He's <laughs> tweeting. He's <laughs> <laughs> have little no idea the type of flame war that's going on. Right now they're trying to prove that the universe is three-dimensionally flat. Oh, what morons. <laughs> three-dimensionally flat, I love it. <laughs> okay, so uh, Aegon and Theo both get the impression that even though these elves... You guys get the impression that these elves do know who you are. <laughs> oh, jeez. You can tell he's holding his stare just a little bit longer, and he's not... Tr- it's not like he's trying to be malicious, but you get this, old, like, slightly hostile feeling from him. Gotcha. I think Theo will, will kind of size him up a little bit, and then he'll stand up as well. He's not doing anything. He's just standing up. And uh, how, how tall is he compared to Fio? Oh, he's nowhere near two? as tall as Fio. He, he's this guy's like a five foot eight. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Fio's like six two ish. So he he'll stand up and, and look down at him and say, "You know, maybe we got off on the wrong foot." And then he'll he'll take a step to the left. Here, let me buy you a drink. And he'll go over to the bar to look at Ma- Meowthew if he's there. Is he is he bartending? Yeah, he's 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 working the bar. Okay. He'll call. He'll call him over. The three elves follow you up to the up to the bar. Okay. And they uh, they still have the rest of their crew. So there's another five elves that are clustered around the bar, and Theo they're all gets... watching you as as you uh, walk up. Theo gets the uh, gets the tankard of ale, turns around to give it to the guy, and just smashes it down. On the <laughs> no, no, I know. Please, please. <laughs> Then the Pirates of the Caribbean bar fight music starts in <laughs> yeah, and exactly. the brawl just erupts. I think, uh, so when Meowthew gets over there to Theo, he'll bring out uh, some money and say, here, 
I would need a glass of ale for each one of these fine young people. And he's trying to like make eye contact with Meowthew, trying to give him a signal like, hey, these guys aren't good. And like trying to, you know, move the eyes left and right, trying to like, these guys over here, pay attention to him. But not saying it, trying to just use his face and eyeballs, maybe being slightly obvious. And he'll just put down however much money it is for like a round for them. Okay. Meowthew looks at you and he looks back at the elf and he says, uh, freak deer, um, What's this about? Why is this guy buying you drinks? And the elf just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> Matthew's I'm, like, well, okay. I'm I'm buying them all around because we got off on the bad on a bad foot. I thought I recognized them from before, maybe running into brigands outside, but these are definitely not any relation to those people at all. And you see, all the elves have stiffened. <laughs> because <laughs> you just said you recognize them after running into brigands that is not a very kind parallel to draw but they're definitely not the people I thought they were they're definitely a lot nicer and definitely don't want to start anything so I'm buying them all around because I was on the wrong so they all continue to stare at you as Meowthew pours them more beers and then uh, Fridgear the bearded elf just stares at you for a little bit raises his beer a little bit and then just starts to drink it and they all turn around <laughs> and ignore you. Theo will go and sit down back at his table while they're while they're busy, making note of every single one of their faces so he can remember them for later. And he'll he'll enjoy his drink. Did you bring me one? Oh shoot, God, I'm so sorry. Hold on, I'll be right back. I yeah, totally totally forgot. Yeah, I'm sorry. On. Yeah, with you. Sorry, I forgot. I need a drink too. Oh gosh, man, that was gonna be so cool. I messed it up here. All right. <laughs> so you guys wrap up your meal at the inn, and uh, once you get to the point in the late afternoon, early evening, when shops are starting to close down, you make your way back into the city, and you walk up to the blacksmith's door, and you knock, even though it has a closed sign on it. He peeks through the window. And then opens it and he says, Oh, well, hey. Howdy. Sorry. Mind if I come on in? Yes. Uh, so you brought friends. You're not here to rob me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to stay outside. I, 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 that's exactly what I was worried about. Is that's, that's what you are going to think. No, they can, they can come on in. Come on. Come on in. Well, thank you for your hospitality, sir. Hospitality is sacred in these parts. If only Lady Hecate would learn a lesson from this. <laughs> uh, and then Jasper just looks at Master. Master just meowed at him like a normal cat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he lets you guys in and he says, All right. So I understand you're all here to take on this job. So whew, it's exciting. I got a got a bunch of adventurers instead of just two. This it's gonna be great. Well anyway. Yeah, so I already told you that this town, Dragon's Crossing, had a smith who knew how to forge adamantine. And people would come from all around the country just to get work done by him. But when he died, he never took on any apprentices, as far as I know. So his secrets were lost when he passed on. But... Since you seem like you're experts in this kind of sleuthing, I think you might be able to find out where it is. Maybe bribe some of the townspeople to spill some secrets or 
maybe some investigation will turn up something. Just don't do anything illegal. I, I don't want to get implicated in anything. Not again. Gunner's eyes kind of widen a little bit. And he's like, again? But, but, but what's that about? Hmm? Uh, this this blacksmith's name was Odgen Blackheart. Yeah, his, he had a large family lineage tying him to that that village. So maybe you can do some research on that name. Maybe you'll be able to get some clues from that as well. And he, he purposely okay. avoided answering a gunner's question. Executions are pretty expensive. Yeah, what he said. Okay, well, we'll, we'll take your job, but I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this. I, I don't feel any trouble myself, you know. Well, that's okay. You, you look like the kind of person who gets into trouble and then just gets back out of it. I think you'll do fine. No, yeah. I mean, literally almost every single day. <laughs> we maxed out the lock stat. <laughs> I did. Alrighty. So, yeah, whenever you get the chance to do this, I know you're probably a busy, busy man. But remember, there's a falchion in it for you if you can, if you can take care of that. Two, if I can spare the time. Yes, and 50 gold pieces as as per our original agreement. Yes, yes, of course. I just figured you were more excited about the swords. Well, <laughs> yeah, you would think, I, uh, you would think that Well, if only the world ran on swords. You know what I mean? That would be really pointy and I think it would hurt. Yeah, I, I think you'd bleed a lot, Gunner. I don't think people should run on swords. See, That's a it, bad it, idea. It, it, this red guy knows what's up. Right? Um. That's what I've been saying. In the back of Gunner's mind, he's like, wow, this, I, I think much, much less highly of this blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't say that. <laughs> Just kind of gives him a look like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, we'll, um, we'll take care of that, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. So yeah, I'll just uh, bring you the stuff and then we'll have a deal. All right, sounds good. No, if you'll excuse me, I have to finish closing up so I can eat dinner. Okay, we will be on our way. All right, so you guys leave his shop with your new side quest. Um, this side quest will be a good thing to do, like, during your downtime, like, between big story quests. So just so you guys have something to do during during those time periods. So that's your, your second one, because you also have the one where you have to find the lost treasure of Anita Kalnish. Oh, I forgot about that one, yeah. So since we're already here, do we just want to step down the road and get the details on the other one? Sure. All right, so you guys walk through the streets. They're starting to thin down a little bit as people are going home or they're stopping at the inns to eat. The sun's starting to turn kind of orange and the streets are starting to turn kind of blue with the shadows of the, the tall buildings blotting out the sun before it can reach you. And you arrive at the alchemist's shop and you come up to the door. Again, there's a closed sign, but you knock, you hear a shriek and a shattering of glass from inside. <laughs> and then the, the door opens and the young half-elf <laughs> alchemist is standing in the door and she says, oh, it's you. Hi, Runa. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. You remembered my name. Yes. I mean, it's not every day you get to meet someone who makes amazing potions, so I, I try to remember. Oh, well, I, I, I appreciate that. I wouldn't, wouldn't call them amazing, but... Well, anyway, why don't you come in and I can give you the details of the, of the job. Okay, would you be okay if I brought everyone, or did you just want 
oh, myself as long and as they're Aegon. not here to rob me i'm good no <laughs> we're not <laughs> i promise we'll be on our best behavior she turns around to look at uh, everybody do not touch anything if you break it you're buying it she's so if i break her heart do i get to buy it <laughs> J- Jasper, you're qu- quite the romantic. Look at you. And the wall gunner saying that he's quietly putting the dagger back in his uh, his sheath behind his back. What the hell? Okay, I'm so sorry. Anyways, shall we go in? Okay, yeah. So um, I told you earlier today, or last episode, if you're one of the listeners back home, um, <laughs> that this quest will take you to Reynolds Hope. It's a just a small village. Um, where a man used to live. Uh, there were rumors that he was a necromancer, uh, but he was very skilled in alchemy. And I'm hoping that if you can gather some of his remaining no- remaining notes and supplies for me, I'll be able to make some better potions, uh, specifically like this potion uh, that can revive even the dead in a short period of time. That would be... That'd be spectacular. It'd be, it'd be my dream. And I'd be able to pay off all my loans. And it'd be the best thing that's ever happened to me. So if you can go here, find his final resting place, and get past whatever lives there, unlives there, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how necromancy works. Um, you can retrieve it, this information for me, and then I will repay you with both gold and a free potion. Any any questions? And she's just kind of looking looking at everybody. Do you know what his name was? Oh, I don't know his name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he was a necromancer. He probably had some grand title like Ronaldo the Impotent or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was probably something like that. Um. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, is it when we have. It should be pretty easy to find. Just ask the people there about the necromancer's tomb and they'll either direct you straight to it or tell you where it is and tell you not to go there don't worry we shall do it hold on hold on why would they say not to go there what lives there like big chipmunks or something don't ask the right question you're not asking the right questions you need to ask who the necromancer is and how do we talk to him i don't want to talk to a necromancer sounds sounds mean boring boring let's go we need to find the necromancer (laughs) <laughs> Jasper, I'm concerned. No need to be concerned. The al- uh, Rune of the Alchemist looks over at Jasper and she says, I hope you're not considering taking his necromantic arts for yourself. That's it's kind of gross. Why would I do that? Well, no, you Let's just go. seem kind of excited about, about finding him. <laughs> so. I can't hear you leaving to go find him. <laughs> oh, God. I leave. <laughs> oh gosh. J- J- Jasper. Oh, okay, he's gone. Okay, well, just uh, come come back come by when whenever you uh, manage to take care of that. I'm not in any rush. Thank you. <laughs> I go up to the town's guards to ask about the necromancy necromancer. <laughs> he just looks at you really weird and walks away. Don't make me talk to the cat. <laughs> Jasper, she said it was in a different town. So we'd have to ask the people there. Hey, Jasper, your princess is in another castle. Yeah. I'll find my sweet peach. Oh my god. <laughs> Which town? I love it. I love seeing this romantic side to Jasper. It's 
It's like cold love. <laughs> love is hard as steel. Nope, that, that sounds like something else. Pervert, go to horny jail. <laughs> so while you guys are walking through the streets and kind of uh, shooting the shit, can everyone give me a perception check? Ooh, as a natural 20. Not that that means anything, but it was. So I'm glad that I used it now. <laughs> yeah, where'd it go? <laughs> I got a 12. Got a 23. I got a 2. Hey, Jigs, I also got a 2. <laughs> Suck it, I got a 3. Haha. <laughs> 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 well, technically mine's a 4, because I add 2. But... So, Vez, as you guys are walking through the streets, um, something catches your eye, and uh, you see up ahead, standing right in the middle of the street, is a figure in a dark robe. And the people are all walking past it, but like no one is swerving to like miss it. No one's like acknowledging that it's just standing there in the middle of the street. It's as if they don't even know it's there. And it is just standing unmoving and looking at you. She like drops her eyes so as to not make eye contact with it to try to make it seem like she didn't just notice the thing that no one else is noticing. <laughs> and she kind of leans over to whoever is standing beside her. Um, do you do you notice that guy there in the black? I don't believe in observing things. Talk to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, she'll lean to her other side. I don't know. <laughs> do you do you see that that figure there in the in the black robe in the middle of the people? No, I I, I don't I don't think I see it. Vez looks up as well to kind of gesture and you see it's gone already oh okay it's um it's gone i must have been seeing things maybe i just got hit a little hard last time when i almost died Uh uh-huh yeah that that must be it gunner pulls uh pulls out his dagger and kind of like hides it under his um clothes yeah vez is doing something similar where she's like reaching into the pocket of her cloak and has her hand on her dart that's in there yeah, because remember, you guys saw one of these. You saw a cloaked figure when you left Brimpton. You saw a cloaked figure in the woods. That was the one Aegon saw and wandered after. And now you just saw one a third time. I thought I thought Vez was going to say, yeah, she reaches into her pocket, pulls out her fist. fist. <laughs> 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 yes. Gunner, I don't think I'm seeing things. I think... I think we're being followed or watched. Gunner starts to sweat a little. Oh, yeah, you think so? Uh, Aegon, did, did you see what she's talking about? No, I have I have no clue. But you saw one in the woods before, right? Before we were attacked? Oh, I saw somebody in the woods. Dark cloak, just kind of there. Oh, perhaps they looked like that, yes, yeah. Wonderful. Well, everybody, um, I guess just keep your eyes open. Okay, well, I'll just, uh, yeah, d- we'll stay calm and n- n- nobody will panic. And, and Gunner, like, trips and he, like, uh, he tr- goes to catch himself, but he, like, stabs the ground on accident. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's got a knife! And the crowd starts uh, freaking out. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm kidding. They don't. 
Okay, I was like, oh no. It was I'm not, that, I'm not that mean. I'm not gonna not gonna hurt you for a goof. Okay, good. Thank you. Alright, so you guys wrap up all of that. You look around, you don't see the figure anymore. And you leave the city walls, you leave the walled portion of the city, and you make your way back to the inn. And uh you get there and you can hear singing coming from uh from inside. Sounds like people are singing like old like folk songs, and you get in and you see Laszlo and Fergus are sitting with the elves, and the elves are all singing elvish bar songs. Oh no! And Laszlo and Fergus look like they're having a great time, but they don't speak elvish, so they're just uh, ad libbing it as they go along. <laughs> oh great! Oh jeez! I hope nothing bad happens. And Meowthew is Matthew looks like he's having the time of his life. He is jumping across tables. He's bringing beer after beer after beer to the to the elves' table, and they are just throwing them down. Uh, I wish I still re- re- remembered Elvish. I'm just so rusty. I, I think so. Saying you, you hear a voice behind you go, "It's a song about an old Elvish maiden," and you see, um, you see Fridgear. Uh, kind of stumbling back towards the table. He is red in the face from, from the alcohol. And he kind of leans on Gunner and he says, It's it's a good song. It's a, it's a good one. Sad, though. <laughs> Very sad. Oh, but it's good. Oh, yeah. But, but she, uh, I, I, I hope she wasn't taken advantage of. And Gunner, like, pulls him over to, like, a chair and, like, sits down next to him. Oh, no, no, no. It's the beauty of the story. She's. She's really ugly. So like no one <laughs> wants her, but then she meets uh, she meets another elf and they they fall in love and he, wow. just, he just drains another another cup of beer and belches. That's so interesting. Hey, why don't we play a game where we yeah. talk about the people we, vac- we recognize in the room and why we recognize them? Does that sound like a good one? It, it's really fun. I'll, I'll show you. So, um... Oh yeah, okay. See, see that big red guy? Yeah, his name's Theo. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, I know that name. Yeah, yeah, I, I recognize him because he is famous for decapitating people who piss him off. Isn't that crazy? He, he also tried to kill my brother-in-law. That's fat. No, but hey, I I promise I won't say a word if you tell me. Give me all the details. No, it was. Said it was was at the bridge. (laughs) There's there's a fight and he barely got away. And it was. He was mad. Oh, how mad was he? Oh, he he was madder than anything you've ever seen. And he takes another drink. Wish your friend had killed him. What? Oh my god. Yeah. Y- hey, y- you know what? I-, I think we could set up like a funny prank, like v- where we do something that sets things in motions and we just see what happens. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, yeah, yeah that'd, be, that'd be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, what, you know what? what? What'd you say your name was? Runner? Yeah, that's it. Runner. Oh, Runner. Runner. I love you, man. Yeah, I love hey, you. I, yeah, I. I, uh, yep. So, but what would we do? Yeah, let's, let's to- lock, we need to lock antlers, bro. <laughs> he, like, pulls you <laughs> towards him. 
now Gunner's like red in the face, like, oh, th- this is a little embarrassing. Yeah, come, on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. It's, it's kind of weird, you know? Jasper you know pushes I mean? him forward. Headbutts <laughs> 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 him. He, he, okay. holds, he holds Gunner there for just long enough that it makes Gunner a little uncomfortable. And then yeah, he lets gu- go and he says, yeah. Yep, we're brothers now. Isn't that crazy? What, what, what was this prank you were gonna oh. gonna play? So what, what if we tried to make the red guy real mad to where he went after your brother again? How, how, where, where do you think we would even find your brother? Oh, um, we'll live at the <laughs> Elven settlement, uh, <laughs> Dear Himins. It's the probably heard of it. It's it's that big big stone doorway. <laughs> yeah, we we oh. all live there. With, with Glamir. It's a good time. You should come by sometime. They might they might kill you, but nah. come by. It'd be fun. Nah, I, I don't think they want to kill me. No, that's fine. But yeah, so where, where is that? You know, I, I have heard of it, but I... I I, th- I, this map I have, it's 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 perfect garbage, to be honest. It doesn't have anything on here. Could you show me where it is on this map? Um, Meowth, you pops up and he says, uh, here, I'll, I'll show you. He really needs to get going to bed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Ma- Meowth, you. Yeah, it's good. Great meeting you. And he st- uh, stands up to shake your hand and he just falls over and passes out. Meowth, you catches him before he hits the ground, though. Like a hero. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> oh, boy. I think I overexerted myself. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, meow yes. you. I really thought you were going to say overexodiad for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'd love that. That'd be great. Exodia's canon now. <laughs> the forbidden one? Uh, just the bidden one. Oh. <laughs> How much? <laughs> this is dumb. So uh, the elves finish up their songs, and the uh, ones who are sober enough help their friends up, and they all start to make their way out of the out of the tavern. They they take Fridgear with them as well. They don't just leave him there. Dang, I was gonna kill that guy. Honestly, I was. I, I mean, I was going to talk to him for a long time, and we were going to. Uh, braid hair and just have a, have a grand old time. Gunner, you're what? Why would no. you? No. I mean, he seems like a jerk. I guess I was watching. I mean, like hit your head with his head for some reason and everything. But why would you just kill him? They're brothers now, Fio. They locked antlers. Whoa, Gunner, that's that's a big commitment. Are you ready for that? <laughs> I... <laughs> Gunner just looks furious and he's like. I have a lot of words for the two of you, but I'm not going to say any of them in front of Meowth you, okay? <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Jess. Gunner, Gunner has no idea what to say. He just he just goes upstairs. <laughs> oh, a- after, Mea- after Meowth you marks, it, marks the location on his map. Yeah, he, he shows you exactly where to find it. It's... Um, kind of past the lake and near like where the valley starts to become like the mountain that encloses it. So it's kind of in the mountains. So a couple miles. Okay, cool. Gunner's gone. He's upstairs. Okay. <laughs> so you guys all turn in. You put Laszlo to bed because he's passed out drunk. Fergus goes to bed because he's too young to drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, the pets settle in with their owners. Master goes with Jasper, and Tuo goes with Theo, and you guys all turn in for the night. Good night, everyone. Oyasumi. <laughs> what, um, what did Jasper just say? Good night, Jasper. I don't know. I think he did. He drink tonight. I didn't see him, but no, I don't know if he can. But ever since Runa talked about the necromancer, he's been just like very. I don't know. Happy? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if I like it. I don't know either. Shut up, guys. You're keeping me awake. I need to go to bed so I can wake up and see the necromancer. <laughs> go to sleep. Get out of here. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.